Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Jimmy right. Smith from Tiger Details. And just, you know, how good has Taylor per- I'm sorry, has Harold Perkins been this season? And, you know, wh- how was he able to make such an impact so fast? And how are you doing today, Jimmy? Doing well, guys. Doing well. Um, I mean, as a as a football junkie, you know, guys like Harold Perkins just kind of pique your interest, right? And, yep. and you see the flashes and the explosiveness and things like that, and, and, and you know you're looking at something that's just different. And that's the best way I'd explain it is Harold Perkins is just different. The way he closes on the ball, even if you go with NFL comparisons, you're not going to find many guys that can match his athleticism and attributes, you know, and and – I mean, the guy's sensational, and he doesn't even really know what he's doing yet. This is a guy that started at running back in high school, played some linebacker, but was almost just a freelance rover of sorts, right? Didn't play assignment football. And you kind of see Matt House and what he's deployed, the way he's deployed him this year. And Jeff made a good point about having him spy. And basically, as soon as that quarterback makes a lateral move, I want you to fire off and close that gap. And, And it's almost a freelance style of play. And so they know, you know, he's limited in what he knows about this game, and we can't really expect him to play assignment football, but we know we have to have him on the field. So let's de- develop a defensive scheme that allows him to roam, that allows him to do what he does best, and, and make sure all t- other 10 guys are on the same page to fill those voids. So uh, he's been sensational. Um, probably the, the most dynamic freshman linebacker I can recall seeing, not only at LSU, I mean, I can't remember another freshman linebacker having this type of, of impact that looked like this, um, you know, in my life. Uh, and I've seen a lot of good football, and I know you guys have too. Uh, we're watching something special, and, and I think he's deserving of all the praise. And, and by the time he's done here, we'll probably be considered one of the all-time greats, uh, you know, with the likes of Honey Badger and Devin White and all of what these guys were able to accomplish. He's that good. How does that look moving forward, Jimmy, with Harold? You know, we're talking about him being a spy in his true freshman years, 37 solo tackles, you know, just seven and a half sacks, 58 Mm -hmm. yards of sack yards. So how does he look moving forward his, you know, sophomore, junior season? I don't see him staying after that, but um, is he stand-up linebacker, you know, Mm -hmm. as a middle linebacker, or what, what do you see? I think you definitely keep some of the elements and some of the ways you've deployed them in your playbook um, and in your scheme, right? Mm-hmm. You want him his ability to close on the quarterback, his ability to, in today's game, when you have so many athletic quarterbacks that can extend those plays once they escape the pocket, to be able to have them have to throw under duress is huge. So you don't want to eliminate that part of his game. But when you see his fluidity and athleticism, mm-hmm. you would think in time he'd 
should be able to become one of the better coverage linebackers in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And if you've got a guy that can stand over the slot receiver and provide some athleticism and coverage opportunities there and covering some of these bigger tight ends and some of these dynamic running backs that can uh, attack you in the passing game, if you have a guy that can also do that athletically, uh, I mean, you've got an all-around dynamic player that, that, that can – be effective in almost any type of scheme or any formation he's facing, um, there's a way for him to, to, to be disruptive in that play. So I think in time you'll see him become more of a stand-up guy in situations. But when it's passing down, I don't care. I'm 80. If it's third and eight, I'm bringing Harold Perkins. At no point in his career am I going to say, oh, okay, I want yeah. you to, to work in space here. If it's an obvious passing situation, this is your best pass rusher and, and maybe one of the most dynamic pass rushers in the country. And that is the most valuable asset you could have from a defensive player. So you definitely don't want to remove that um, from, from his part in the scheme. No, I, and I think it is, it is an interesting point you bring up. And, like, he, he doesn't really even know he's doing it. And Brian <laughs> Kelly has said that throughout the season he keeps getting asked like well why 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 not have him on the field all the time I'm like guys we're just trying to get him out there and let him do stuff he understands right. and like he's really mm-hmm. good at it but i think it kind of hides the fact that you know we, we he doesn't know the full scheme yet we're still he's still learning and i do think it's it's kind of like i don't like comping players to anybody but i think it's mm-hmm. like the range of players that you would comp harold perkins to is pretty telling like i'm trying to think of like the nfl equivalent of like what you might think he could be and you're talking like guys yeah. like like guys who come to mind like khalil mack patrick willis like yeah. the top end mm-hmm. linebackers are what you I, might think um but i do i do think that you know this team and i think brian kelly said yesterday he's got 65 scholarship players going in this game and you know last year you're coming off like 39 and where what I think it is kind of telling about where this program is and how far it's come from the point it was at last year yep. to now it's like not only do you have a full a full array of weapons in this game you know absent you know BJ and and Kayshawn, you know they're all they're all going to play and and they'll want to play and you know what does that say about just where this program is under Brian Kelly and, and going forward? Yeah. I, uh- we, we all heard the numbers last year, you know, 37, 38, 39 scholarship players available at camp during that bowl game against Kansas State. And, and we saw it. We saw all the, the guys opting out. We saw the transfers. But I don't think anybody actually realized how bad it was. I mean, 39 guys suiting up in scholarship, that would be the equivalent of the NFL, an NFL team losing two-thirds of its starters dang near, all right, or two-thirds of the guys in that and, and rolling out a, a, a team with 30 guys trying to take the field on NFL Sunday. And to see them make these strides and to close this gap and to finish well in recruiting this cycle and to get some key transfers in again and yep. in the hunt for more guys in the transfer portal, I mean, that is a quick recovery. As, as quickly as that thing fell apart, we're seeing an equally fast rebuild, which is really impressive. And to see if it's sustainable over time, we'll have to wait and see. But it certainly looks like we're on that trajectory. When you look at the recruiting class that he was able to assemble this year in his first year, um, you know, and they got a late start. Brian Kelly was one of the last hires we saw of all the big hires available. So they got a late start in this recruiting cycle, and they've closed really well. And that's where it's all going to start for them. The the transfer portal is, is plug gaps, and those gaps and holes are your deficiencies in recruiting. So you really need to win on that recruiting trail, and they've done that. And so, and, and you see this roster rebuilding, you see the talent, there aren't a ton of holes on this roster moving forward. Whereas we went into this off season thinking, 
half these roster groups are just depleted. There's nothing there. So uh, yeah. just a remarkable job, I think. And and he didn't get a lot of talk for Coach of the Year, and a lot of it probably because of the the way the season ended. But I think when you go from where they were to where they are now, I don't think there's a coach that's done a better job yes, of building their programs than Brian Kelly. So, Jimmy, I got two full questions for you. Going into this bowl game today, who are some of the younger guys that you're looking forward to seeing? And then also, can you talk a little bit about the uh, transfer portal and how, you know, with the guys that Brian has brought in um, in this recruiting cycle? Yeah, so, you know, we have the opt-outs, and I'm wondering how college football is going to handle this moving forward because mm-hmm. we're about to watch another bowl game um, that's going to be absent of a lot of the star players for this team. And, and and if you're not in that playoff hunt, almost all these bowl games look similar. And it just doesn't have the, the same impact. It yeah. doesn't feel the same as it has in the past. So I'd like to see some change there. But LSU's got some impactful opt-outs in this one. You know, Kayshawn Boutte, of course, opting out B.J. Ozolari. Anybody that basically has NFL aspirations is kind of forced into a situation. Do we start this combine training when you're supposed to on schedule? Right. Or do we – come in late with the possibility of having a lingering injury that prolongs our development and so on and so on. So um, as these guys prepare for their future, I mean, this is a tough decision. So I'm anxious to see how guys like Savion Jones, um, that's the guy that's going to be starting today at defensive end. Uh, I, I think Savion's got a really bright future, more of an old school 6'5", 6'6", 275-pound defensive end, but he moves really well for his size. He has some bend. So I'm, I'm anxious to see if he's able to, to be stout in the running game. We've seen him in flashes this year, um, you know, show some some of those reasons why he was so highly touted coming out of high school. Now we're going to be able to see, can he do this for an entire football game? And that's something LSU needs an answer for going into next year as well. So I'm anxious to see how they play. Um, I'm also anxious to see just the rotation in the secondary. We've seen so many guys start at safety, start at nickel, move back to corner, move back to safety. We've seen almost this this utility box of, of tools here where in, every guy seems to be able to shift around. Well, you've got guys like Jay Ward missing today and, and Makai Gardner. I mean, these are, are guys that have been there year-round and mm-hmm. have made plays for you, and you don't have that deep of a secondary. So I'm anxious to see if guys like LaTerrence Welch, freshman, um, you know, these freshmen during these bowl games, they get a lot more reps, a lot more quality reps with first and second team than they have throughout the season. So I'm anxious to see if he can make an impact. A guy like Landon Ibieta, another freshman receiver from Mandeville, um, who dealt with some concussion issues throughout the year and wasn't able to see the field. They've had issues with punt and kick returners. He might be the best one in the roster and most suited to be able to make an impact at that position. And and he's also a wide receiver that can play inside or outside. You're missing you're missing Jack Besh. You're missing Keyshawn Butte. I think Dre Jenkins has even opted out, if I'm not mistaken. So um, there's definitely some opportunities here for young guys, and it'll give LSU staff a really good idea moving forward when they approach this transfer portal. Exactly what they have with these young men. If Terrence Welch gets some reps today and shows that he could play at a high level. Perhaps they don't take another corner in the portal. So That's these right. kind of decisions are made with the way these guys perform today. So uh, this is an important game for LSU just to end on a high note, but it's a really important game for the staff to be able to evaluate what they have moving forward. Yeah, Jimmy, you know, one more quick question, and this is something we haven't really gotten into much today, but obviously LSU signed this really expansive uh, signing class for 2023. Yep. I think they brought in seven transfers. You know, who uh, – I'm more so in the transfer portal than anything else. Who stands out – from the transfer side of things 
that you know maybe you were you were surprised by maybe you think is going to have a, an outsized impact compared to what people might be expecting uh, going into next year yeah i think let me start with maybe a couple of the surprises of guys that entered the portal like i was surprised to see jack bash mm-hmm. um enter the portal the way he is he has and i think a part of that was due to Keishon Butte returning because that's the position jack is slotted to play and mm-hmm. then shortly after he announces he's returning now he's leaving for the NFL. So uh, I look at some of those, and, and, and those are, are kind of head-scratchers for me. But um, overall, I think they've done a really good job of rebuilding their depth on the defensive line. And when you have a lot of quality guys returning, it makes it really difficult in this in this transfer portal. All these guys want playing time. So when you have Mason Smith and Kai Wingo set to be your starting D tackles next year, and then you're able to go and, and get a, a stud performer from West Virginia to fill that slot – um, that's huge, you know, and so they've been able to get some guys that have come off the edge in that front seven of defense um, kind of rebuild. I don't know if you have a difference maker per se in that group. I don't think you – most of these guys in the portal aren't that, right? They aren't the the NFL prospects type, draft pick types. They're, that's 90% of them are in the portal for that reason. They aren't starting on their own teams. So I don't think you're going to go into these portals – and, and find these standout players at multiple positions. Yes, quarterbacks can make an impact. You get a guy like Jaden Daniels, and that's huge, right? But for, for the most part, I mean, there aren't many, like, high-quality starters available. So for LSU to just go in and be able to fill their depth chart through this portal um, has been huge. And, and it's something, you know, that we didn't know how – Brian Kelly, you know, I came into this whole portal thing thinking your old school coaches, maybe your older school mindsets would have a more difficult time adjusting to this new portal, the NIL, and so on. Um, And I've been kind of surprised, I think. Um, They've exceeded my expectations and their willingness to not only dive into the portal, um, but to get some of these NIL deals situated and all of that type stuff. So, uh, you know, just another example of this staff really putting it together and uh, and really, you know, understanding today's today's game. You know, you look at a guy like Paris Shan from Arizona. There were a lot of schools that wanted this guy. Defensive lineman can play off the edge, uh, really good size. I mean, they they were competing with a lot of schools, and they were able to get that. And he knows coming in, he's fighting for playing time. You know, and that's not what they're looking for. And so they've really had to sell a vision here to a lot of these guys, and and it just kind of goes to show and kind of should build confidence within the fan base that they know what they're doing and they're going to, and this is going to be sustainable long-term. Gotcha. Really great insight as always. Jimmy Smith. Yes, sir. Tiger details. Check it out. Thanks so much, Jimmy, for your time and enjoy the game today. You too, Jeff. Later. Take care, brother. All right, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jimmy. All right. We're getting down towards the end of the LSU Tiger tailgating show. I'm Jeff Nowak alongside Herb Tyler. Keep it locked on WWL AM 870 FM 105.3 and the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 